1: Everything is black. Everything is black. Everything is black. Yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone poor. The speakers gone crack. And everything is black. Everything is black. Everything is black.
2: Black chat. It's not the same without Atlas's voice yeah. because he, he, has he has that deep voice. What up, guys? What up, welcome to Blab Chat episode... Josh. Josh, where are we at? Like, 57? Uh, at seven. Seven, seven. Seven. Yeah. seven, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Blab Chat episode 57. Uh, the man Mundo Beats is absent today. Um, he had way too many burritos last night, yeah. so he couldn't make it. That's He's easy. feeling a little gassy so um if you uh see atlas on the street just be careful he might lay lay an air biscuit i'm just kidding we love atlas um he couldn't make it today he's busy but uh, we're here what up guys What up? it's what been up? a minute yeah i feel up. like it's Watch. like just been like a year like it's been, it's been a, been a minute. long time it's a holidays holidays holidays, holidays would do that holiday season yeah. snow season we're finally getting some snow yeah. out here in new york i'm happy for that I'm i am happy. too i am happy. too i don't
0: know snow. i love the snow but i don't like being in well, it Well, but, but you were just you were just, you
2: like, just like, in miami yeah. right so i you, mean you know. but the
0: weather out there like sunday was Fucking 45, 50 degrees. No. Swear to God.
2: Out there? Yeah. Like during the day or at night? Like pretty much during yeah, the day? Yeah, the Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, it was sunny in the morning. So it was uh-huh. probably like 55 ish, but like it was cold. It like
2: Wow. Mm. That's and then crazy. on
0: Saturday, it was like 60 degrees and it was pouring in the morning. Jeez. And then it was just breezy as hell. So it was uh, like.
2: Well, it is winter time and we are in New York, but um, shout to you guys, man. Um, For those of you first tuning in if this is your first time listening to us uh we are blab chat this is an all music production podcast or really just i don't even want to just limit it to production really it's like you know production and and just if you create music and you create art i think you know this podcast is definitely you know for you um and uh shout to all you guys that have been supporting for real We, we we love um you know the support and and how you guys really show you know that you support the you know the show and everything and you guys subscribe so definitely subscribe to us on uh, itunes make sure you follow us on soundcloud and uh, again don't be afraid to be vocal we're seeing a lot more comments which is good i want you guys to um you know interact with us pause like tell us what you think you know like give us your thoughts about certain topics we discuss and you know other kind of shit that you want to hear you know um uh, based around music production so um again make sure you subscribe we're on all social media we're on itunes we're on soundcloud um our username is blapchat b-l-a-p-c-h-a-t um and if you've been living under a rock i go by the name of ill mind uh i'm a music producer and uh, i'm here with two of my co-hosts i'll let them introduce them my name is
3: glam good lyrics and music Oxygen out right now. Yeah, and that's yeah. my life. Oh,
0: yeah. And I'm perfection. Yeah. Check out my beats, SoundCloud.com. Yeah. Forward slash perfection productions yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then yeah. you don't got you guys don't even know about Alice. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, he, just <laughs> just
0: eat, he just eats a lot of burritos. And just yeah. Gases all over the place.
2: Yeah. No. Shout to <laughs> shout to Alice. The plug. We miss him already. But um, yeah. It's the it's the end of the year. Um. The end of the year is coming up it's fucking almost 2018 which is yep. pretty remarkable pretty amazing uh it was a very interesting year i think a, a definitely incredible year for music production i think we're we're starting to see a lot more new talent kind of on the rise mm-hmm. breaking through and it's it, it's interesting because we're kind of seeing the result of a lot of shit that we talk about on this podcast mm-hmm. like when you know when we talk about artist development right and then we're seeing um these different producers that are coming up with these newer artists like Lil Pump's producer and you know rest in peace Lil Peep like Mm -hmm. uh, all the new producers he was working with and then even again like we talk about him all the time but like my man Murder Beats like coming up with Migos and now Migos is just like larger than life Mm -hmm. and now Murder is in these rooms with pretty much everybody you know from Drake to uh French Montana and like Kodak Black and everyone in between so like this shit is possible guys you know like we're talking about guys that really have been just putting a lot of the work in and sacrificing those hours and developing art with artists so um again I think that's like a uh you know an underlying theme is just like picking and choosing the the artists that you want to work with and then really like investing your time into them Mm -hmm. um I think is the way to go so um You know, we want to see more of that. and I think today's going to be interesting. We have a very, really, really special guest today. The homie Taz Taylor. Um, I'm so mad that Atlas isn't here for
4: that. Yeah,
3: this is like his main...
2: Yeah, but um, we got Taz Taylor. Um, I'm excited to have him on the show because he's one of the guys out here that really is almost like the answer to a lot of the questions that we pose on this show um you know talking about beat leasing talking about really like going in and hustling on the internet and what the positive and negative effects are of doing that and taz taylor is one of the guys out here over a course of like three four five years has really like successfully tapped into the beat leasing and independent selling beat selling market You know grossing six figures close to seven figures um, from from that and I think it's an interesting conversation because you know it just proves that it's possible so the interesting thing about Taz I think too is that he has also like broken into producing on major albums as well so he's kind of playing both sides of the fence Um, and I also want to talk to him about you know being with APG and being with Atlantic and you know i think i think that's mike Heron, right Mm -hmm. so um i want to pick his brain on that and kind of you know understand sort of like the dynamic between producing on that side but then also like retaining his internet hustle Mm -hmm. and how that can kind of feed off each other you know so um it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be very interesting but before, before we get into taz um you guys have a lot going on I can see. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like I haven't, like, talked to you guys in, like, six months. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I've just been
3: recording and stashing away. Just planning for the next year. I think that's kind of what everyone is. Well, at least from what I know, everyone's just kind of preparing. Preparing. for Like, the next year. Yeah, the industry's kind of, like, shutting down a little bit. Yeah, shutting down. People are still up and out, but it's more of a, like, yeah, the industry Mm -hmm. is... At home Right now yep. So that's like The perfect time To actually like Get everything together So Exactly Stashing for the Plotting on the next You know Next thing Yeah
2: you gotta You yeah. gotta start fresh For the new year yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to 2018 I'm,
3: Yeah I'm look, uh, I mean this year It was like It was cool but It had it's ups and downs mm, Yeah You know It's pretty was a little bumpy So yeah. I mean, like 2018
2: Let's hope Start you know? fresh yeah, Start fresh. fresh Avian you were in uh, Miami for a little Words, bit I so saw man. a clip On your Instagram uh, with the Cigar Talk yeah. With Swizz yeah. Were you there? Yeah Okay so The clip obviously Well first of all like, Tell us what are some What are some highlights You've got from that convo Cause
0: you um, know We love
2: Swizz over here
0: I mean Just just to go back So um, I co-produced the show uh-huh. um, Cigar Talk And um, Wait wait
2: wait 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 hey. Let's go baby
0: so I co, yeah, I co-produced the show Cigar Talk. It's a series that is on Rap Radar right now. Um, you could check it out on YouTube. You know, we've had a. a- couple of dope guests from kevin Lyles to casanova to steve lobel um charlemagne and most recently swiss beats um and that was kind of exciting it was just weird because we've been planning it for quite some time you know naji um at naji chill on instagram you can follow him he has been trying to get swiss for some time and you know they they told him like hey it'll be cool to do it during art Basel for his no commission um and they kind of like Everything was like very last minute. Like we got confirmation like that Saturday, like, okay, this is gonna happen on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we went out there and it was cool because we we did the interview at the no commission setup the mm-hmm. day before it actually opened. Like they were still doing production. Um and we really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. You know, so but it was exciting. You know, it was supposed to be like an hour long interview and then like the same the I think the day before the same day actually they're like oh we're gonna do 30 minutes okay and we were kind of like fuck like right. you know because 30 minutes goes by so quick so quick um so you know we went out there and you know we were just setting up every like just making sure everything was perfect before he got there making right. sure the mics were set up the camera everything and actually um so i don't know if you remember a couple months back Mm. we did like a phoner conversation with some of our listeners yep um and this kid that was like if you're ever in miami ocho yep so we were looking for somebody to shoot out there and we had a couple options didn't work so i hit him up
2: wow and i was like yo
0: i need somebody so hey he came through yeah he came through amazing man what's his name ocho
2: ocho shout to you ocho that's amazing
0: yeah so, I so he him. got a
2: little opportunity yeah
0: he did um so you know i hit him i was like look i'm looking for somebody you know um you know it's a small production you know it's not like we have a million dollars to make this yeah. happen but you know it's an opportunity like yeah. you know so he was with it um and everything went good and you know it's just rushing trying to make sure everything was good and then swizz came and he was already like you know sipping a little something to of yeah. party, yeah. so he was like in a good mood and of then of course you know, we we sat and we just started talking, and you know the conversation between him and Najee went very good. And like his PR people were there, and they were trying to like cut it, thirty yeah. minutes. And then he's like, "Are they trying to give you the signal to yeah. stop the interview?" He's like, "We're not stopping the interview. We're good." Yeah. He's like, "I want to talk. This is of cigar course. talk." So of course, you know, the interview lasted like almost like an hour and twenty minutes total. Um, good. so it was it That's was good. very very good. Um, but it was it was really inspirational. Honestly, it good. was good. Um. You know just to hear him talk about his process at harvard being there for three years mm-hmm. and you know even just music production and just talking about the whole timbo battle of course which he said that they um put it on pause because he had to finish school and and, yeah. and handle his business and things like that so that's coming up at the top of the year which yeah. is exciting i'm ready that's for gonna that. be great um, and he said swift th- uh, he said timbo still don't want the smoke
2: of course um, not i mean they're both alpha male like super yeah. you know competitive uh, i don't want
4: the smoke yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. i would yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, okay. yeah, so yeah. so that clip was is has been moving on uh the internet today yeah, actually yeah. and a lot of people are like, Oh, Timbo, Timbo got it. So
2: I love the fact that he's kind of approaching it like it's good for the culture. Yeah, like it's I a mean, culture move. Like yeah. I agree, like That's just, it's exciting for us, you know? Yeah, we need something like that.
0: And he was just saying, like, you know, just speaking in regards to that, to the culture, it's like, you know, we got to kind of help each other. Because he was saying, like, you know, a lot of people tend to think of themselves too big in Mm -hmm. order to help other people. But you have to remember that you were that small at one point, you know? So that's why he likes to kind of, like, give a lot of knowledge and help people out when he can. And I respect that, you know, something like, you know, coming from him, you know and he was just mentioning that like money isn't everything yeah. like you know when you got it you realize that it's nothing but like you know working and you know being with your family and doing what you love it's really like what's He's what right. being rich is you know yep. and it was just an interesting conversation you know touching up on on everything from music to like his journey you know mm-hmm. which was very inspiring you know even for me as a music yeah. producer you know and i did mention that to him and he I'm like, you know, I'm not on your level, but like, man. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you could probably teach me some stuff. Yeah. And I was like, true. He's
2: he's humble, man. He's humble.
0: It was a good conversation. And um, I did ask him about the, you know, last episode when we mentioned, you know, the instrumental conversation about the Grammy nominees. Yeah. And he said that he would nominate 444 from Hove.
2: Wow. For instrumental. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: And he also said, uh, "Young Maze, ooh,
2: wow, wow. I mean, you know what? That beat sounds like something Swizz would, would, fuck yeah. with. He, he, he said
0: he really liked the simplicity of it. Right. Yeah. He said right. that, you know, that's a big thing is the simplicity, and he liked that. And I was kind of surprised by that. I was yeah. surprised He's real by that choice, though. He when is. Yeah. Like, his
3: choice of drums and like how he chooses to freak things. There's not a lot of instruments involved. Right. Like, in his, it's just the way his, he uses them. It's the way he uses exactly. them, which is like something I." Identify with too. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Like as a producer, the yeah. thing I love about Swiss is that he's always just been super honest with himself yep. and just like does what he does, you know? Like he doesn't try to chase anything or like chase the sound like he just has so much fun with who he is as a person yeah i think that's what makes him you know one of the greats yeah
0: literally and and that's what i realized too like during the interview before the interview and after like he was extremely humble Mm -hmm. like not at one point did i feel like you know um intimidated yeah. or you know feel like he kind of was uncomfortable like he really made us feel comfortable mm-hmm. you know and like before that he was like dancing and drinking and then mm-hmm. like he posted a clip of him like roller skating throughout the venue so yep. it's like his energy is amazing and yeah. i think that's the reason why he is where he is you know and I, I think it's great that he opens himself up to help people who are not on the same level as 100%. him you know so i i have like a whole different level of respect for him yeah. after that
4: yeah
2: i want to see i want to see more of that happen you know Mm -hmm. and i think we're slowly starting to you know i think you know as hip-hop starts to become older and older there's more leaders being Mm -hmm. birthed and so we need to like really think about like who our leaders are in just let's just say music production right you know and and it's really those it's you know it's swizz it's timbo it's you know a lot of these guys and so um we just want to continue to celebrate them you mm-hmm. know and uh we want to get swizz on black chat for sure <laughs> <laughs> so we'll make that happen for sure um but yeah shout to swizz shout to um man no commissions yeah. like i saw the pictures and yeah, the video it looked so- crazy <clears throat> crazy such a good thing for <clears throat> the culture man seriously um cool man so um shit i wish i was in miami <laughs> i'm so jealous it's weather it's not happening. But um shout out to you guys once again um a quick announcement before we get into um, this Taz Taylor interview. Um I announced my Past the Ox tour yes. for 2018. So if for those of you who have been living under a rock and don't know what Past the Ox is, uh, basically um I choose a city, I choose a random music studio and then I invite 20 random well not random but 20 upcoming music producers to come to the studio with me and spend basically four hours um, plugging the aux in playing your music and then we do q a's and then i'm sitting there critiquing your music and we're sort of building and helping and networking with each other and um, every experience has been so 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 amazing uh, we've done new york uh, la wallingford connecticut philly boston um maryland uh toronto so in 2018, uh, we're going to a bunch of different cities in America and um, overseas eventually. So go to my website, illmindproducer.com, so you can see all the cities I'm visiting in 2018. And then make sure you book your slot so I can uh, meet you. And we can build.
0: I think I'm really trying to do that. ATL come to the Atlanta Rose, one. Yeah. I would love to do
2: that. So you guys should come. We should go all go to Atlanta and we should do a blab chat over there. Oh, yeah. With like, with, like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll do it at Treesound. We'll get like 808 Mafia, and you know if they're around. I've been
0: trying to link with Coach K.
2: Yeah, just get Coach K in there. He's been
0: hitting me on some like the A's. Where is that? Like,
2: yeah, exactly. we gotta go out there. So we gotta go out there like Voltron. I'm ready. Let so us know Migos if you guys want to that. Pull up. Yeah, Migos, so we we'll get Murder over there, like Metro. <laughs> yeah. Nah, we could do do yeah. we could do that shit. So, um, yeah. So go to my website illmindproducer.com. Go get your Pass the Ox tickets. And um, go get those new kits, BlapKits.com. I got discount codes for everybody.
0: I've been seeing that on your Twitter. Go oh, to my Black Twitter. Kit Twitter, too.
2: Illy Wonka season, yo. Go get those discount codes and start collecting those Black kits. Um, go to my BlapKits uh, Twitter account, twitter.com backslash BlapKits. So you can get those drum kits. I'm handing out discount codes every day, randomly throughout the day until Christmas. So that's going to be a good time. Um, alright so let's give uh, let's give Taz Taylor a ring the guy the man the myth yes. right? internet money I'm so looking forward to this um, let's talk to the homie Taz alright we're here with the man the myth <laughs> Taz Taylor let's give a round of applause <laughs> <to> Taz <laughs> Hey. Yeah, man, you on Black Chat? Um, <laughs> so good to have yeah. you on the show, man. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, I'm here with my co-hosts. I'll let them introduce themselves.
3: Hey, okay, what's up? This is Glam. How are you?
0: What's going Pretty on? It's, it's Perfection. We got the uh, the female producers on deck today, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. we're here. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet y'all.
2: Yeah, cool. So Taz, man, um, really good to have you on the show. Um, a lot of a lot of our listeners have been wanting to um you know make this a reality so i'm glad we got you on here for so thank you for taking the time and um really appreciate having you
1: yeah man definitely appreciate for having me on though finally well,
2: yeah finally right for sure um so man first of all what um i, I want to start by kind of you know digging into what kind of got you into music like what what were those songs or who are those people that like inspired you to want to just like start creating music
1: I mean, man, I've been around music my whole life. My dad was actually a uh a drummer in like a bunch of local bands and shit. Oh. so I would go to like band band practice like every fucking weekend and shit, oh. and um when they would take smoke breaks and stuff I like had, like learn how to play drums, guitar, all that. and that's whenever I was like three, four, so from then on. It just started. What really got me into beats though was, you know, through the wire and like Kanye taking the Shaka mm-hmm. Khan sample and flipping it and doing crazy shit. Cause I knew the original song and I heard him like, yo, this sounds familiar. And that's when I got put on to like sampling and everything.
2: Yeah. I mean, that Kanye album though. No. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was <laughs> like crazy. a lot of people's like, um probably like first, like, oh shit, like this hip hop shit is. You know what I mean? Shit. Like that was like yeah. an iconic right. album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all—it's all like that whole album is just like the drums from Explosive and shit. So it's crazy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So, what in and around kind of you heard that And when that was happening? Like, were you, um, were you kind of like already, like composing and creating, or was that kind of just like a moment of like inspiration, like music-wise?
1: Nah. Like I always thought that like beats were kind of just something that like no one else could do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like before I heard the Kanye shit, and then like. Once I started listening, then I became a fan of Tanya, and it was just more so me, like, understanding, like, oh, okay, so people make beats on NPCs and all this shit, like, all this equipment, and, like, you don't need, a like, a, a, a group of people or someone playing drums, you know what I mean? Because I come from, like, the background. Like, you need a guitar player, you need a bass player, you need the drummer, you need keyboardist, like, all this shit. Right. So that's whenever I got put on the hip, it was just, like, one person machine doing, like, all this crazy shit. Mm. I didn't actually start making beats until I was around, like, 18, I'm 25 mm. now, so mm. like, way later when I was a um, a graphic designer, and in the in my free time, in our free time, they would just like mess around with FL Studio, and I was like, "Yo, I got a background in music. This is probably easier for me to do than graphic design." Mm. So I just switched and started doing beats full time.
2: Oh, tight. So you started as a graphic. So what got you into graphic design?
1: Man, it's just basically, bro. Like, well, I dropped out in the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So like from the age of me whatever I was in 7th grade To 18 Like I was just home I couldn't get a job I dropped out of school wow. Couldn't do shit I never made money My mom We were poor as hell wow. um, You know what I mean My mom got cancer Did all that shit mm. And it was just like I need to start I started it, it got to the point where like People were asking me When I'm going to start Taking myself seriously When I'm going to get a job All this shit And like I was like Well I'm on the damn computer All day you know Working Doing all this shit Just reading Learning my own shit I wanted to learn I was like, fuck it, I'm going to start doing graphic design. It's something you could do on the computer at home. And mm-hmm. that's where, like, the whole, you know what I mean, thing started.
0: What was your, wow. like, uh, thought process for dropping out at seventh grade? Because at seventh grade, you're, like, so young, right? You're, like, 12, 13. Like, did you feel like that? That's, like, an that intense time. Point? Yeah. Like, yeah. did you? Because, like, it's always interesting for me when I hear people, like, you know, like creative saying like at that age i was doing this or wasn't doing that like i don't i don't remember what the (laughs) hell i was doing at 12 i remember i was in middle school but Mm -hmm. like you know my mind definitely wasn't on like my mind was obviously on like okay high school what i'm gonna do after it is but it wasn't really on like career goals so like what was your mindset at that age so young did you feel like school just wasn't for you or
1: it's uh like Straight out of elementary school Going into middle school Sixth grade Like I was in homeschool My mom put me in homeschool Mm. Cause like the schools I was going to Like in the south Like racial tension Was really high and shit There's a lot of Black and white shit going on So I just went homeschool My sixth grade year So I didn't I didn't do none of the work None of that shit I didn't like homeschool at all I was like fuck this I want to go to regular school Seventh grade came around And she put me in regular school Well I didn't do none of the work In sixth grade Which prepares you for seventh grade so I failed the seventh grade three times wow. mm-hmm. because I didn't do all the sixth grade shit. And it wasn't I was stupid or didn't want to learn. It's just I didn't do it. You yeah. know what I mean?
2: Well, let's keep it real. You like, are, like, after, like, uh,
1: well, you know. I mean, after you're home all year, you know what I mean, and you, you like, no one's telling you to do work, do all that shit. You go to a system where like you got to do homework, you got to do all this shit. Yeah. People are telling you what to do. You can't adjust to that. You know what I mean? So
2: yeah i mean From like, on, i was
1: just like well, well fuck this i want to do what i want to do i want to learn what i want right. to learn so i just left exactly i, I didn't drop out I, I just left i never went back
2: i mean let's keep it real like the you know the school system in america is pretty fucked it's, like yeah like i you know yeah, all the grammar like, school the shit i get down with like it's, it's yeah Go
1: ahead. it's even worse in the south like it's it's a million times worse in the south yeah that shit is
4: crazy Is it
0: because of their system Or also because of like The, the racial tensions And all of like the it's things
1: a combination, Going on? Well there, like that. there's racial tension I mean just people Where like I was going to like A D or F school You know what I mean mm. We wasn't being taught shit The teachers just didn't care About whatever So it was just like Why am I wasting my time here
0: Right
2: Right That's so interesting Because You know At that age It's you're You're still You're still growing And still finding yourself mm-hmm. And it's like when if the school system fails you it's like fuck you know like what you have your purpose is to go to school like from your parents your grandparents Mm -hmm. your siblings it's like you have to go to school you have to go to school so like the fact that you you know i mean fast forward to now the fact that you started kind of from that point and then, really, just like at that point, the pressure was on. Like, damn, what do I do for the rest of my mm-hmm. life? Like, am I going to go back to school eventually? No, nah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: definitely, I'm definitely like thankful and shit. Cause if I would have never dropped out of school, cause I was like, I, I, I grew up around a lot of drug abuse. You know, I've seen a lot of drug shit. My aunt, like, really big on drugs, everything. She lived in my house. I've been around people taking 50 somas at one time, foaming out the mouth, that type mm-hmm. of shit. You know what I mean? So. Wow, being like everybody that I dropped out of middle school like whenever I dropped out of middle school all my friends and shit they're all now like addicted to heroin on pills all that shit it's because they went through the system they went through the peer pressure and all this people trying to tell them what was cool trying to party and fit in and all that bullshit like all of them are on heroin and you know pills and all that shit now and I'm just like making money doing what I want to do crazy. So I'm glad I actually did drop out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Blessing
2: blessing in disguise. So, yeah, I mean, shit, right. let's fast forward, let's fast forward to now like, you know, you put the work in, decided to be a producer, started putting the putting the work in, making beats. You know, at what point um did you really start to hack into the, you know, the online beat game, you know, like I mean, I don't even want to call it that. Just like making beats, posting them online <laughs> and then like you know selling your beats to independent artists like when did when were those days like when did that start happening
1: man i started making beats and i don't know man i got hit the johnny giuliano mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like for a lot of people now like he's like one of the first
4: mm-hmm. people
1: who really took this online shit serious and like created his name that way and he's and from overseas he right with, oh no was, like, he's no he's, no he's from PA. No, he's from, PA. Yeah, he's he's from, from, from pittsburgh here yeah he was uh like Wiz Khalifa is one of his first in-house producers all that shit right so it's just like damn like okay I didn't have no knowledge of the industry no nothing so I just seen Johnny doing it and Johnny working with Wiz and all his people. I'm like damn he does online shit this must be like how it's done so then I just like started kind of mimicking him in a way you know what I mean
2: right and then you were able to create your own lane kind of from there
1: yeah yeah, pretty much. As soon as, like, I got hit to everything and as time went along, like, people don't understand I've been doing this shit for six or seven years, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I got hit to everything, the internet game, learning, waiting on my turn, because whenever I got in the internet game, Johnny, Juli- Johnny Giuliano was on there, Superstar World Vibe, Jalil Beats, Cardo, mm-hmm. Sledger, and so, like, a lot of big producers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was crazy. You got to wait your turn in that shit, essentially. You ain't just going to get on and be the biggest internet producer. Yeah. It's just a lot of politics and shit involved. I had yeah. to wait my
2: turn and learn a lot of like a lot of games. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Those it's crazy because all those producers you name kind of like that's like a big whiz. Right. It's like a whiz movement, mm-hmm. you know, like all those guys, yeah. Cardo and and all them. It's, it's crazy. So yeah, you know, I, I I I think that um, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of the topic of conversation that we bring up here on the show and with some of the producers that we talk to is like kind of the. The, it, it's a fascinating conversation when when you talk about and dissect you know the online for lack of a better like term, but like the online beat hustle thing, this whole discussion that's been happening. And it's interesting because right. it's such a new concept. like it's it's been happening for years, but I think it's now kind of the idea of it is kind of breaking into the mainstream a little bit you know like yeah people are starting to to like a
1: meme in a sense yeah
2: right right so like what's your kind of like from your experience being you know one of the guys out there kind of take taking along the footsteps of like johnny and and all those guys that really kind of started that movement what where, where do you kind of see the future of of this because you know when we think about okay let's backtrack a little bit when we think about a website like beat stars right and shout to abe bashed in um you know for putting beat stars together <laughs> and you know that website is really really successful in terms of producers being able to hustle their beats online and really generate some real income do you do you, where do you see this do you see a bubble bursting do you see it continuing to grow you know what's your opinion uh, on that man world?
1: It, it internet producers have been around for like a decade or more mm-hmm. bro like it's not gonna go anywhere because actually, there's gonna be more and more because yeah, whenever I got in the game, so like I said, too. I'd... Yep.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, I'd always people like Johnny and shit, you know what I mean? But the thing is, like, you just seen who they were working with and you kind of assume what they were making. You assume that they were big, all that shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, where people are so public with, like, how much they're making off of it and everything, and I'll kind of take the blame for that. I kind of was, like, one of the first people to actually start posting how much I was making every month, and now every interview that comes out oh taz taylor made half a million dollars plus off of <laughs> you know selling beats online doing all this shit. right so it's like i will take part of the blame of that but as now people like damn i didn't know you could make money like that so it's just gonna even get bigger now because mm-hmm. it's possible yeah. you know what i mean
2: yeah i mean think about how many think about how many rappers there are first of all like when you think about how many right. rappers there are globally that need beats i mean <clears throat> what do you think the number is taz is it is it 50,000 is it 500,000 is it 1.2 million globally, that like globally
1: like global be, is it 5 well, million? No, this 2 million, million like four? This is what, what i remember telling i think my it. girlfriend's mom right uh-huh. she was like well it makes you think that you have like job stability and i was like because no matter what at the end of the day everybody thinks they can sing or everybody thinks they can rap or at least everybody thinks they ain't that bad you know what i mean
4: mm-hmm.
1: so it's like even take like American Idol, for instance, you got people in there like William Hung, all that shit, and he sounds like ass, but you cannot tell him no. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, it, you we don't really as, as internet music producers, we don't really care about the end product. The only thing we care about is posting beats online, and getting them ranked, and selling them for a profit. You obviously doesn't don't care about who you're working with <coughs> or none of that shit, it's just right. more so about the sales.
2: Right. And and see, so, yeah, yeah, that's where that's and, where and I think, as technology
1: yeah. and as technology grows and it becomes more and. The, the studio quality mics becomes cheaper and the, the gear and everything comes cheaper and programs are, you know, more advanced. Everything, there's going to be even more because it's more accessible. You don't need to go to a studio right. to have the same thing they have at the studio in Atlantic Records. You yeah. see what I'm saying?
0: And you yeah. just like their reach right like if we're talking about the internet like how big is the internet right now you know back in the day you would have to literally stand in front of people's offices or you know find a way to give them like a beat tape or a usb or whatever the case is now it's like you can hop in someone's dms you can email someone you can tweet someone you know so it's like so many people on the internet and yeah it's and it's it's only gonna get it's oh,
1: only yeah. going to get bigger. It's only going to get changed, bigger. Though. The game's completely changed, 100%. <clears throat> like, I was talking to, like, A&Rs and shit, because I signed my deal August 31st with Atlantic APG. Yeah, congratulations so, on that. Appreciate it, yeah. appreciate it. So I was talking to the, you know, the A&Rs there and shit, and they're like, it's crazy, because before you'd have to go out to clubs or get the DJ to spin mm-hmm. your record or do all this shit, and now all you literally have to do is just post a song on Spotify or uh, SoundCloud and yeah. for it to blow up. And even then, if the song's good or bad, doesn't matter to, you know, label execs or A&Rs. The only thing that really matters is how big is your reach. How big is your following? Yep. Do you how's your YouTube the show ad that they can actually monetize and make money on now because no one's selling albums.
2: Right. Yeah. It's a it's a real business, mm-hmm. you know, and I wanna I wanna go back to what you were saying earlier about how um, you mentioned that there's a, a lot of internet I, I hate calling it internet producers, right. but for lack of a better No, no <laughs> no, know, no no no, no. So, don't, don't, don't so Please the, call the, them the, internet producers, okay, so bro. The Please internet, call them internet producers. The internet producer community, right? a lot of them most of them are not necessarily caring about the end product now at for me first and i'm gonna i'm gonna really hold myself accountable and really own this you know when when i when i discovered that that was the case i not only um was reminded that that's how i used to feel you know because i went through my phase i went through my phase of selling beats to any you know fucking rapper singer like yo give me fucking 250 dollars I don't care what you sound like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna repost it I'm not retweeting <laughs> it I'm not putting you could put my name on it right. but I'm not telling anyone I'm not showing you love. give me give me you know paypal my shit and then you know transaction over I'm happy you're happy cool right and then you do that over time and you make enough money and so my my perspective on that from my own personal experience was I did that for, you know, two, three, four, five years. And it was amazing because it allowed for me to make enough money to pay my rent. Right. It allowed for me to pay my phone bill. It allowed for me to not go to that shitty nine to five job. I'd rather just make beats. So it was better than everything else. But for me personally, it it turned into this. There was this turning point for me where I was like, man, I don't I I don't want to continue to just keep making this kind of music and not feel fulfilled with the end product. Like mm-hmm. out of all these hundreds of rappers, like why why aren't there any rappers that I worked with or sold beats to that I like? Like literally all of them suck, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was just sitting there kind of at a crossroads. And um, that's sort of like the other side of the conversation that I really want to open up is, what's your kind of like, what's your opinion on you know the internet producer continuing to do that and really you know making that decision of you know what like i want to do this for the rest of my life but i'm just going to continue to not care about the end product and do you think that's a good thing is that a bad thing do you think that's really just depends on the producer and what they prefer to do you know um how do you feel about that
1: i mean it's tricky bro at the end of the day you gotta split it down the middle of is this mm-hmm. a hobby or is this a career yeah you know you can still work with people you like But at the end of the day Like is that paying your bills If not Then you gotta do whatever it takes To pay your bills In my case Like I said I was using beat money To pay my mom's cancer bills yeah. So it's like I didn't really care I mean who first I of all like, I need I to get money amaz- That's amazing
2: mean? First of all Right Like yeah, See that's what I'm appreciate. talking about Like when you If you could generate income To like not only pay your rent But like do some shit like that right. Like that's fucking People need to know that Like that's That's amazing what you, yeah,
1: what you do Yeah definitely So that's, I feel like that's the thing that people get lost because I'm not the only person that's done that or has done amazing things with money that you wouldn't be able to do. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of internet producers out here doing it for reasons like that. But they just... you Like you kind of have it like said that now all you need to do is send a DM or send a tweet or do all this mm-hmm. shit. They kind of are in a shell and they don't express themselves and get out there more that they yep. need to. You know what I mean? So people don't see that side of shit. So, I mean, there's a million producers out there yeah. doing that shit, but it all comes down to... You know the hobby versus career shit, but you gotta remember like i said that the end goal is getting money not necessarily listening to people's music that they do with yours it's not because we don't care about the product that's made because obviously you have to like a beat enough to post it online Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. not like we're just making whatever saying fuck it right but it's more so the fact that we have so many beats online and you kind of got to detach yourself from them in a sense to where if you're selling them for a price they're not for you. You're not making beats for you. Mm-hmm. Just like if just now, say you get in with Lil Uzi or whoever, mm. you're not making a song for you. You can like the song or you can hate the song. It doesn't matter. But in the, the day, it's for the people who he's making it for. And that's the fans or other right. people. You know what I mean? It's not about them anymore. It's so the same right. thing would be like you can't get it you can't get too attached to them. So aside right. from
0: like the internet, like the whole internet producer thing, speaking on you personally, do you network? like do you see yourself going out to events to kind of build relationships with these artists and things like that? Or do you feel like you know keeping it more on the internet and then now signing your deal with APG that's gonna help you get more placements?
1: See it's crazy. like I like I put it on Twitter. I know Ilman's seen it. like if you were to ask me this question seven months ago, or any other question, I just would have been Mm -hmm. 100%, fuck networking, fuck the industry, Mm -hmm. fuck all this shit. You know, I'm out here making crazy money. I got multiple streams of revenue on the internet. Why does anybody need to network? Why does anybody need to do that? But, since I signed my deal, I've been out to LA like, 17, 18 times since August 31st. Just You might as well move city there, with the right. hey, You need a condo. I'm I, I, mean, right, I, mean, I can't, bro. Like, my mom's here. My son's here. Yeah, I got true. all that shit. True. And, like, the biggest thing, oh, I'm a Jaguars fan. I'm a season ticket holder. Oh, okay, so I'm not yeah. leaving my team. No. Oh, not leaving wow. my squad, bro. That's
2: fair. That's fair.
0: <laughs> of all things. So,
2: That's f- no, that shit is a big <laughs> deal. <laughs> he said, I'm not leaving my team. That shit is a big deal, man. All
1: right. It's a big deal, but. Like I would go out, like me and the internet money team, we did early 2017 till about I signed my deal. Um, we did a tour for internet producers where we would go out to every city, like big cities, we did like Seattle, Nashville, Miami, uh, LA, Atlanta, you know, etc. And we had rent out one big ass mansion, cost thousands of dollars on Airbnb. And, you know, we'd have other producers come through and learn how to, like, sell beats online. We'd have a seminar inside the house. That's dope. We would have, like, different workstations set up for, like, producers to work and all that shit. We'd all be sleeping under the same roof. So it's just, like, you get to live with, like, us and pick our brain and understand why we do what we do and how we are. Because you could get a lot of shit lost in translation on the internet. So in that sense, I was networking. And even, like, before then, Stars was having seminars where they would come out. Or they, you know, pay me to come out and I would, like, talk to other producers and teach them the game and shit. But it's kind of cheesy now since I've seen the industry side of shit. You know what I mean? Because Mm. you could tell people and you could lead people to water, but they ain't going to drink it at the end of the damn day. You're kind of wasting your time. Right. Exactly.
2: Exactly. I mean, like, I think, you know, well, first of all, I think those seminars that you, you were doing are amazing. I think any any anytime you find yourself in like a position of influence on like a community I, I always say this like i feel like it's our duty you know to to feed in and really try to nurture that community right so like you right are where it became an inspiration to you know the internet producer community and so you know doing those seminars like you literally inspired hundreds like thousands of kids which is fucking of first of all super amazing right but like like you just said, you know um, if you don't if you don't take action with with the information then you know it's really gonna be hard for you to grow right mm-hmm. so like that's kind of my whole my my whole um you know uh, conversation and like argument with the internet producer thing is you know what I'm tr- I'm figuring out in my mind like what is the end goal if right. there is one right like like is the it... end
1: goal with the internet, bro, and really, like, the every big internet producer pretty much has this same mindset. And if they don't, they're not as big as they think they are. Mm. The real end goal in internet producing is just acquiring as much money as possible and still doing what you love. And you don't have to, like, wait on projects to drop, wait on songs. Because, right. you know, you've dealt with artists, you've dealt with the industry, as I can tell you now. You get in a studio with an artist, you, they got to like a beat enough to rap on it have to like that song that they made to your beat enough to like give it to the R, A&R. the A&R had and whoever is above the anr's have to like that song enough to like want to keep it you know what i mean it just it's, it's, it's a lot process. of yeah fucking like so yeah you could send an invoice out and not get for paid
2: song. for 12 months i mean shit. exactly like, yeah, no, me, exactly yeah and
1: <laughs> I, i've dealt with that through Def jam and other people like yeah. i just got paid off a record that i did like in february yeah like so in terms with the internet production thing, that's what you're avoiding. You're avoiding all the bullshit. You're avoiding all the runaround. You get to do what you want. You're your own boss at the end of the day.
2: You know what? You I, what I, mean? I, I, re- I I think that's amazing. I respect that. The, the, and what I do think is that, you know, you, I feel like you are a really good sort of like example of someone that could play both sides of the fence and really break out because you're like, you know, you've, you've become, you know, a, a leader in, uh, in the internet producer community, but now you you're really getting your feet wet on the industry side of things. Um and so right. you know, you you're able to kind of, you know, play both sides of the fence. I just I just think that you know that there's a, a and I could be wrong. This is just up this is just starting dialogue about it in conversation, but I think that there is a community of internet producers that yes you want to be an entrepreneur yes you want to you know be your own boss you don't want to answer to the bullshit industry stuff which is true a lot of it is bullshit mm-hmm. we're waiting fucking 12, 24 months right. for an invoice and the the payments right. are crazy and the contracts are crazy mm-hmm. i get it but do you think that there's a community of internet producers that doesn't know is a combination of not knowing how the industry works but then also being um scared and insecure in a way to the point where they're 100% kind of shunning the industry side of things because of lack of knowledge um because listen let's, let's be real a lot of it is fucking terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah, yeah but when you are in it and you are successful in it it's pretty amazing right so you know, why why um why, you know avoid tapping into that part of things, you know. What, what's your opinion on it? Well that? with me
1: you gotta you gotta understand that it's not like my goal from the jump was to be an industry producer or work with artists or whatever. Right. I just had to pay bills, I didn't have no fallback plan, right? Yeah. It didn't come around till designer got my beat off YouTube last November and it was like oh okay well i you know the doors open a little bit i've already accomplished everything i wanted to accomplish on the internet i have mm-hmm. one of the biggest drum kit websites i'm one of the biggest internet producers i make x amount of money a month i'm doing all this shit it's kind of getting boring i went on a tour i did seminars i uh i owned i I owned a part of beat stars for a little bit like all that shit. it's shit like what else can i do at this point you know what i mean so that's when i decided to make the jump to the industry it's not like I tried to juggle both at the same time because there's mm-hmm. people that know me personally know I haven't uploaded a beat since, like, September now. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's not like I'm trying to juggle both. I did everything that you could possibly accomplish on the internet side, and it just got boring.
2: So do you think like, I that, just that just you're... Like, you $400,000 that... a year. Right.
1: But it's just, like, at the end of the day, like, you're just accumulating money at that point. That's cool, and that's... that's but you, as you get bigger, you want to do more. Right. That's that shit. And so... I, I was avoiding the industry not because... I was scared or whatever. I just didn't want to do it, and I've had bad experiences before with the industry where when I had no lawyer and I had no manager and I had no publisher and I had no a r to have my back and all this shit. I've been threatened to be, you know, blackballed by Grammy award-winning producers and do all this shit. Right. Now that I have that team around me, it makes it easier for me to do that. So my advice to internet producers who would like to do that: just wait for the opportunity to do that. Don't just now like. Fuck it. I've been, you know, uploading beats online for the past three years. I'm just going <clears> to <throat> switch lanes and start doing industry shit. Cause if you don't have that door open, you know, like I know it ain't going to open. Right. And no one's ever going to take you serious. No one took me serious. I didn't have no means yep. until the designer and Gucci main song dropped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I think, you know, again, I think that's a good example of, you know, starting on the internet and making enough money to the point where you know you said you were bored and then you're kind of crossed over but but my whole thing is I do really believe that if you if you really are a producer and like you really fuck with this shit like you, let's keep it a buck. Like you wanna, you Put wanna, yourself out there. you wanna be out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, like, and it, it like just I don't, gets think, warm. Nah, I, don't man, the I
1: disagree, hundred yeah. percent. I know dudes who are just happy making fifteen that's to twenty thousand dollars a month. No, that's don't They don't, don't want to show their face. They don't want to. They don't want people to know who they are. They don't want people to know that they're a music producer. They don't want people to know anything. They just want to treat this shit like it's a job. You clock in. You make your beats. You upload them online. No one ever has to know about you, and you live your life. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I think fair. that that's it's fair. all
0: on the perspective of you know what you what you consider yourself to be in yeah. regards to like a producer and what you want your bigger picture to be. Because yeah. like you said, it's like some people just treat it as a job, like here's a transaction, keep it moving. But like you know, in a grand scheme of things, if you want to be like a notable producer, right. you have to put your face out there. Yeah. You have to network with these people because at the end of the day, like. That's only going to give you more opportunities, especially if if these artists are like, You know, if these artists know you do beats, right? Let's say, for instance, like, if you're an internet producer and let's Mm -hmm. say, like, Wiz fucks with you and he, like, gets a couple beats from you, that's cool. He might reach out to you here occasionally for a beat. But if he knows you personally, he's going to want to call you. He's going to want to tell you to come to his house. He's going to want to hang out with you and build a relationship. And that, in turn, could make you even more money than you're making on the internet. So I think it just all depends on, like, your perspective of being the person of what you want. But if you want to be a notable producer on a level of, like, you know... The people we admire, yeah. you definitely have to put yourself out there. I think it's just you have to, you know. I think everybody that's in the industry knows that the industry can be BS, yeah. and you yeah. have to be cautious. But you know, you have to learn that, and you have to have the right. No, team listen, you I, for
2: that. I, 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 I respect the hell out of it, man. I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I want to make that clear first of all. Like, I think at yeah, the end definitely. of the day, it's it it goes way deeper than this conversation. Mm-hmm. It goes really the the depth of this conversation really is, is um happiness and and legacy
1: it's really just a case-by-case case basis bro like it's really case by every case. Person is different yeah. but but to sit there and say like you want like you can't be notable if you're an internet producer and if you want to be notable you got to do that you got to get out network and get in the studio that i, I believe no disrespect that's 100 percent bullshit
4: yeah I mean, there's
1: people who like there i mean you got understand there's people who's in your face every instagram post every every uh track list that comes out whatever like a metro Boomin and there's people who like I could I could load up a line of pictures right now to people and ask them what Frank Dukes looks like and they couldn't tell you, but everybody knows about Frank Duke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So no, I mean, it's like true. you're notable. You can still be notable on the internet without industry or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like,
2: listen, it all it also depends. Case it also yeah, it's case by case, but it also depends on like what that person's definition of notable is. Right, I mean, exactly. notable doesn't have to be like, hey, I'm a Grammy winner. Right. Like, like you know, if my whole thing is like, if you if you're happy with what you're doing and you have influence on a particular, let's call it a tribe, you know, I'll use Seth Godin. I love Seth Godin. Right. But you know, a particular tribe of people that are into what you're doing and, and, and you are kind of contributing to that tribe and that community. And and if that if that's kind of your purpose and your happiness, then no one can take that away from you. No one. Right? Right. My yeah definitely. I guess I guess my my vision of you know music production greatness I was just I'm programmed to think that music production greatness and music producer legacy I'm looking at Dre I'm looking at Timbo I'm looking at Pharrell I'm looking at the Neptunes I'm looking at Quincy Jones I'm Mm -hmm. looking at fucking Stevie Wonder I'm looking at all these greats you know David Bowie rest in peace he was a producer yeah. that's the. Those I mean, if you're the... listing,
1: everybody you're listing is way before, in terms of the internet and how big it is now. You notice that everybody like you, you didn't name nobody of now, but people can tell you their favorite producers now. It could just be some random dude on SoundCloud. You know yeah. what I mean? No, it it's, could. It's, it's a whole different game now, in general, to where like people now. Imagine twenty years from now, bro. People's gonna be like, you know, I want to be like Marshmallow. I want to be like whoever. Yeah. Like, like big internet producers, and that's who they're gonna look up to. You look up to these people because that's who you came up and was big around the time you came up yeah you know
2: no listen i uh, i mean shit we got metro we got mike will we got you know Murders on his way um yeah. there's a lot there's a lot There's. Sh- i mean some people can even look at uh you know my man carmack is a. F- you know my man son uh yeah. son holo is a fucking you know marshmallow like all these guys are killing it skrillex calvin harris you know the list goes on it's, you're definitely right right you know uh It's just really I think really At the end of the day It's just just happiness It's really like What do you want Depends on the person Man If you want to be Behind the scenes And 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 Take that route Bro That's it That's all you need See and
1: I wish I wish everybody Had that viewpoint When it comes to Internet producers A lot of people Just think that We're out here Just trying to copy Whatever sounds coming out And our beats aren't original None of that shit That's not even the case bro And that's the thing Where like producers Feel like disrespected Internet producers like not more so because I understand that everybody's gonna have their different opinion on them, but everybody just kind of clings to the fact that like, oh well we're not original because we do type beats when the reality is it's complete opposite of that. You know Can saying? you
2: clear the air on like the type beat definition for those who don't understand? What, okay, what yes, it yes
1: definitely because <laughs> I was one of the biggest type beat producers. I'll clear right. the air on it. Yeah. So whenever I sit down and make a beat, I'm not sitting there like, oh shit, you know, Drake just dropped a project. Uh, I gotta go make a Drake beat right now All right, cool what sounds does he have on this project All right, I'm gonna go copy these and kind of just add my own twist to it Right Nine times out of ten when I'm making a beat Just like any other producer When you're making a beat you're like Damn this shit's crazy I can hear so and so on Mm -hmm. this right It's you're doing that Whenever Kanye made Heart in the City Jay-Z got it who'd he make it for DMX you know what I'm saying He made that shit and he's like Damn I hear X on this shit this is crazy Right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You're just calling it a tight beat, bro. Like Right. The the funniest thing is like being now in the industry, you get the same emails from all these A&Rs and shit like, "Oh, well this artist wants songs like this or something like that." Artists oh. do it too, bro. It ain't nothing different in the industry. The thing is, internet producers are easy to crucify. So y'all want to talk shit. Well, not y'all, but you know what I mean? Like people want to talk shit on them because they're they're an easy target. Cuz right. most of them don't speak up for themselves. Most of them you don't know who they are. They're just people posting on YouTube and they think that we're the problem with the, the beat game when in reality the beat game been fucked up way before a tight beat was an actual thing. So. I just
2: think also too We're just a bunch of Fucking nerds man Like like, like You know that's what, that's what I mean fact. Like we fucking love Video that's games fact. Like
1: Unless you're like yeah. Southside or something bro I, Every Nah they play video games too itself.
2: Down there They play video games Down but,
1: there I mean bro. Vi- bro you can play video games And still not be nerdy <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah I'm talking about Like some real world Of Warcraft yeah. motherfuckers Like yeah. You don't see Southside Playing that shit You know what I mean Yeah
4: like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah
1: yeah No low key Please, I know By the way Would be a fucking Hilarious YouTube video I could ever request that to happen. Southside plays,
2: plays Final Fantasy 7 on his iPhone. Come on, Bro, South. yes. Don't fry. Fuse 2 and TM88. Yo, all you guys, man. You guys yeah. Video games. But, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, like, you know, it's definitely like, uh, if anything, I feel like it's, it's a community that is now getting a little bit of, you know, light shed on them. People are finding out there's <laughs> money being made. There's income being generated. I think, you know, as as we start to discover the leaders of these different, I guess, like subgroups or whatever, like, I think we just need to continue to empower each other, you know, like the music producer community, whether you're an internet (laughs) producer or industry producer, whatever label it is, I think empowerment really is the key. Like, I think we need to just continue to empower each other. Like I had, um, a couple months ago, I had a conversation with boy Wanda, and we were talking about how, like, when you look at, any like other credits the producer credits on like these albums that are coming out you're seeing more than one producer right so there's a lot yeah. of collaborative effort happening and like Wanda was just saying like yo like we got to do it like we have to collaborate with each mm-hmm. other otherwise this shit is just gonna go yeah. fall on the wayside mm-hmm. you know so like I- I'm all about the community thing like I think regardless of what side of the fence you're on I think we just need to keep empowering each other
1: or what are you producing right, on? Right, definitely.
0: I agree with that. Yeah.
1: Especially <clears throat> on the internet, bro, because there's shit you don't see. The internet is, there's so much drama between producers because it's a crab mentality. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be the biggest, making the most, doing all this shit. Oh, yeah. In the industry, people don't mind letting other people get on a record doing this shit. You know what I mean? Here, it's just like, oh, I need that validation. I got to make the most money. I got to have the most views. Yeah. I got to, you know what I mean? So the industry producers ain't like that at all. I met some of the most nicest industry producers ever. It's like, man, I wish I wish I could do what you do. And I'm like, don't ever fucking get into what, what I do. Yeah. Like, just stay pure. Just just stay golden, bro. Just stay yeah. over here. You don't want none yeah. of these problems, bro.
2: Yeah, it's like fucking so, Star yeah, like, Wars. I, like, I don't cross agree. the dark side.
1: <laughs> what just do you, don't do it, bro. Just don't do it. What do you produce yeah. on? Uh, FL Studio. Okay. Yeah. FL. Cool. Kind of like the standard now, which is funny. Like, you would think it's the standard, but, like, you get out to L.A. and everybody's like, yo, man, what do you use? And I'm like man you know FL and I'm expecting them to be like oh shit me too everybody's like no I use Abletoner right. I use yeah. Logic I'm like what the fuck I, everybody's I, like how do you get your drums to hit so hard it's like bro it's fucking FL like kill
2: yeah it's, it doesn't matter what dog man like you just fuck you gotta know how to use it yeah man I know motherfuckers that will kill the shit and they're on their iPhone dude Beatmaker app I
0: told know, you I used to it. use yeah. FL Studio back in 2000, like yeah. Fucking 13 On mobile
2: FL's dope It doesn't matter doesn't matter man it doesn't matter Taz what's next What's coming matter. up What you got on the pipeline That you could talk about
1: Man This is really about Building the team up Man This mm-hmm. internet money shit Making sure everybody On the team gets pub deals And you know Everybody starts eating Off each other Cause that's what Initially the whole Like group thing Of internet money was to change the perception that internet produces everywhere and like people will pick on them or think they're not shit. so now it's just like okay well these people <clears> this, <throat> this group of people became something from the internet you know what i mean so it's like yeah man since i signed my deal fucking august 31st i got like 24 placements already in like a two-month span i'm doing crazy numbers right now amazing just, you know I'm, I'm alone on the ride bro
2: amazing like man. you've
1: been a part of some of the biggest records this year fucking the internet money team uh, one of the people on there produced Pills and Honorable Bills, Chris Brown. Nice. Uh, Trippy Red, XXX Tentacion, Fuck Love, like Amazing. Life, Tone It Down, like just a lot of big records, bro. It's crazy.
2: Love it. I love it, man. Um, we'll keep that shit going, man. you know, we're rooting for you over here and you know, like I said, I think, you know, this producer shit's evolving. I think you gotta go out there and get it how you can, man. And and, and I think really at the end of the day it's just a matter of like knowing yourself and just knowing what you want you know what i mean like if you know what you want to be then just go for that shit man and like stop being so you know what i mean like i just want to increase the confidence level a little bit you know like like only own, <laughs> own the shit like you know fuck it man like don't let the industry shit like tear you down or make you feel bad like at the end of the day no one gives a fuck like do what you do you know and be good at what you do and and, and that's really the end of the story man and make bread and feed your family and that's what matters so i love it man
1: yeah actually like the, the thing with the internet like i'm just gonna say one thing real quick like, the thing with the internet does is it opens doors for conversation with people you would expect never be interested in what the fuck you do in the industry as mm. soon as people find out every time who i am or who i am online or i'll be in the art in the studio with like a big artist and like i'll follow them on social media and they go check my shit They're like yo what the fuck i didn't know you were this big i didn't know you did all like so it's crazy like it you know it's something to remember like yeah. when people find out how much you make or how big you are online as opposed to like these other producers they fuck with that just come out of nowhere it's a, it's a cool conversation thing to talk about so people need to start embracing what they are and re- regardless if it's internet industry you just do this shit for fun like you ain't got to be either whatever yeah. just embrace that shit
2: exactly exactly let's give a round of applause to Taz Taylor. <laughs> Historic story yeah, 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 like all right good convo with taz i love it i love it Mm -hmm. um shout out to all the producers out there man um i'm glad we got him on the horn because you know i think it's a good thing for us to you know really get the perspective of all the different uh quote-unquote sub communities of producers and there's a lot of different types there's a lot of different people out there that have different goals that they're trying to you know reach and Um, we want to shed light on all those different Mm -hmm. communities. So shout to Taz for really opening up the conversation with the, you know, the internet producer phenom and, uh, you know, gaining a little bit of clarity on that. So I thought, I thought that was dope. Um, So shout to Taz. So blap or crap. It's time.
3: I'm ready. Um, We haven't had
2: a blap in a long time. Mm -hmm. Really? Not even when I wasn't here. No, it's been a while. So check it out, guys. We're doing blap or crap. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go to our website, beatthread.com, B-E-A-T-T-H-R-E-A-D.com, and uh, it's a website where you can join for free and upload your beats uh, to receive critique from other users. So what we're going to do is we're going to go on here and we're going to play uh, some random beats from you guys, and uh, if we like the beat, we're going to give you a blap, and if we don't, we're going to give you a crap, and we will give you some constructive criticism on the track, and we're gonna have some fun with it. So, our first submission for today is um, Kota the MC. Okay.
4: <laughs>
2: is there a rapping on here? Let's see.
4: <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> no, thank you. Uh, Why'd you let it ride out for so long? I
4: thought gonna
2: it was going to no change me, up. dog. Yeah.
0: No. Next. No.
2: no. Damn. All right. That's a crap.
0: Just not. No. Next.
3: Oh. I don't sure. even want to talk about it. Next. All right. Yeah. But I mean, if we, we should be giving feedback. So, I mean, one word could, feedback. One word. One Ready? word. Ready? One word. I can't. I can't. Okay. Uh, one I, sentence. I, I, uh, um, I can't. I, okay. okay. So. <laughs> well for, for, it's also them. a preference thing too so I will say that I know that but for me the drums was real soft yeah. and um, I don't know the sample seemed kind of high yeah, even high. though you know what I'm saying like not high in volume but just like high
4: yeah
3: oh man sorry
0: <laughs> I think the mix was off Yeah. it wasn't a good mix yeah like it wasn't a good mix was going and on that was, and there was no no switch up
2: yeah
3: it was just a sample with drums
2: Didn't really make any sense Cool Alright let's keep it moving Our next submission is by Michael
3: Moore (laughs) Why did you intro him like that? I don't know
4: How exactly. not
2: you guys start this? Go ahead. It's
0: gonna be a crap for me okay. again. Um, again, I feel like the mix wasn't there. It was like a lot going on. There were some parts of it that I liked. Um, mm. it gave me kind of like a. Kind of like a early kind of groovy Kanye vibe. Yeah.
2: But I think like second album Kanye. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I think I don't know. It's just something was off about it. I think it, the mix like. It just needs to be mixed a little better. Mm. And, yeah, it wasn't too exciting for me, but the direction was cool.
2: Glam?
3: Yeah, it's going to be a crap for me. Cool. Uh, I think also, it, I like the drums. I did mm-hmm. like the drums. Um, some of the chords, though, like it seemed like kind of mushed and like yeah. up to really up close. So I couldn't really hear um, what was really going on, but... It, it had some like promising areas it had some potential areas so i would revisit it but it's a crap
2: yeah i'm um, with both of you guys i'm gonna crap it um i wasn't mad at the uh i wasn't mad at like some of the chords i thought the melodies were cool mm. it that definitely gave me like an early kanye feel mm-hmm. but yeah something about like the sample and the arrangement and like the where the yeah. drums were placed like yeah i don't know it just there. it wasn't really all the way there i think it has potential though for sure i think yeah Um, All right, so our next one is by Echelon Beats. I'll start it i'll crap it uh just like not as good a version of like a million beats that have been kind of you know done in that way mm-hmm. like just like a trap beat that just wasn't like that good of a trap beat i think mm-hmm.
3: that's it yep that's uh okay. i agree mm-hmm. Ill, so it's gonna be a crap for me too mm-hmm. wasn't bad
4: just was like
3: uh, <laughs> um
2: yeah, that's it. I
0: don't know much. To yeah, say. yeah, yeah, that's it. Something else, put
2: up yeah. something else. Yeah,
0: perfection. Um, I like the 808, um, yeah, the mix it. of it, and the drums overall. Um, I think they were like a little too low compared to the sample True. that he used, and then I think the sample just wasn't mixed. It had like a little bit of noise in the back that mm-hmm. was kind of distracting. Yeah. Um, I think he can do something with that sample like i like i like the drums but i think the sample kind of killed it a little bit but mm-hmm. it's still kind of like a typical um trap beat it's nothing really to it yeah. but i do like the drums and i think the drums were mixed pretty good um they just need to be raised a little bit and then maybe try to do something different with that sample and then sure. try to yeah try to take it somewhere where it just doesn't sound like that typical trap beat mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and yeah. I, li- I like you know like good trap beats you know what I mean? Like when the yeah. trap shit is good, it's yeah, like the it's shit good, is good The shit is good, so.
3: so like put it out. It's like regular. If you're gonna put out a trap beat, put out the typical beats mm-hmm.
4: It could be typical, but if it's really good, oh, wait. then.
2: Atlas is coming. Is he? It's really really Atlas walking in.
4: <laughs> <So>.
3: <laughs>
2: um, all right. So our next one is by Ewy. E W W Y. Love it. Yui. 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 Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got to skip Yui because that is not working right now. Mason Royale, you are next. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna crap that because I I think the mix can use a lot of work, mm-hmm. but I think it's like weird and and has like a, some personality to it. Like I can hear that being played at like like a clu- like a deep, like Word. a little grungy, like mm-hmm. fucking basement, mm-hmm. like spot where right. like people are just like sweaty and pause and like just <laughs> almost like some crazy eight oh eight like underground mosh pit type shit where people are going kind of wild so i think that track has potential it's like kind of weird and cool um but i, I think it has work you know needs to be yeah. like mixed and shit yeah so i'm gonna crap it because of that but i, I think it has potential like i wouldn't excuse me i wouldn't want to hear uh like a rapper or anything on there necessarily
3: yeah uh, i agree but i'll crap it too i saw it. i saw it more so like i agree with you like how it does have some potential to it i'm not crazy about the drums but mm-hmm. Maybe in, like, a sense where, like, I picture it maybe on some, like, um, you know how, like, MTV has, uh, like, music before a show. Yeah. And getting ready to start, or they're, like... Showing you it's coming up next, mm-hmm. you know something oh, like, like that. Oh like, like a little yeah, or trailer, like yeah. A licensing like, shit, yeah. or like a pre like licensing for like an award show or something like that. Mm, but like interesting. that would be like that. So I mean, yeah, potential, mm. but like, yeah, what's? Welcome about
2: to the 60th Grammys
3: or no, or it's not, not even awards. when they're talking Brunchy about by it. by
2: Toyota. No, MTV when they just awards. have weird
3: people doing shit, like picture Miley Cyrus doing shit to this, but like ah, no words, okay. or just like when or they're presenting
0: the next host.
3: I, like I can see that too
0: I can beginning.
4: see that too Exactly
0: Welcome to the stage My Rhymes Right What up to.
2: This year we want to honor <laughs> I'm just gonna to Honor Honor, <laughs> honor. <laughs> 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 yeah. honor. Yeah. Shout out to Busta man Legend Alright our last submission for today is by Suburban Beats SUB is capitalized Okay. And then it's sub, ur- sub, Sub-urban. urban, you know what I mean. is out
4: i think
0: i like all the beats that we're hearing is like the drums are very very like light, quiet they're you. really light
2: yeah yeah they are
0: <laughs> after that <it's> like-
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean listen to this beat <laughs> you know what i mean shout to nocturne with that crazy beat <laughs> That's it. That snare was really, really nice. That
0: like, snare wasn't whack as fuck. That snare was
2: not wack as fuck. It wasn't weak as fuck. Yeah, that snare like, was nice. That snare, it, like, it it snare was oh, yeah, that snare is nice. Snare is nice. Um, snare. Yeah, I don't know. That last beat, I don't know. I don't know. It just could have had to hit harder. The Olive, to yeah, hit a little harder. Unanimous craps across the board. Guys, listen Unanimous if you want beat fuck sheet. Beat fuck sheet. If you want to <laughs> submit to our blapper crap segment, all you have to do is go to beatthread.com, sign up, create an account. It's completely free and um, you're going to upload your beats on beatthread.com. Uh make sure you hashtag lap or crap when you upload and uh, join the website it's really cool you can upload your beats uh, you can get critiqued uh, from other users and then you can critique other users as well so it's a good place to listen to other beats get some inspiration and network with each other and do some cool shit we have a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be adding to the beat thread website a lot of cool new features there's drum kits on here uh, that are really cool from cardo to I have a drum kit on there and then you have a you got rico beats black metaphor cardo uh she yeah, has a lot of cool shit so um yeah upload your shit on mm-hmm. got it. very man. underwhelming uh blabber crap though i gotta say yeah, this man. crap's all step around your
0: game up step yeah, your guys, beats up yeah. step your mix up step them yeah. up step yeah. them, step them up, man. up
2: put that just work in going. you know what i mean we all gotta just uh There's a lot of room for improvement for everybody, man. So just keep grinding, keep putting that work in, make those beats, upload them and uh let's see if you can float to the top man but um once again shout out to uh taz for joining us today and uh it sucks that atlas wasn't here i know he really yeah, was looking forward to this
3: yeah he would have loved that he'll he'll, he'll he'll appreciate it though when he
2: yeah like he'll he'll appreciate it when yeah, he hears yeah. it and everything um but uh once again guys thank you for listening we will see you Word. guys next week every friday new episode and uh make sure you subscribe subscribe, subscribe. to us on soundcloud and on iTunes. Uh, and uh, leave us some comments. Follow us on social media at Blapchat. Okay? Okay.
3: Later. All right. Bye. See ya.
2: See ya. Oh my God.